Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question came from our Facebook group. A listener said, my almost 17-year-old does not want to drive. We put him through driver's ed and it was like pulling teeth to get him to do practice. He has ADHD and is terrified of wrecking. So my question is, do we push him to at least get his license or let it go? P.S. I'll give you one guess who wants to push. This is a bunch of different issues all in one, isn't it always? So we'll unpack it together. Teens today are driving less and later and seem weirdly unmotivated to get their license. I mean, I was counting down the days until I could drive my grandmother's Toyota Tercel to play practice. But since I got my license in the 80s, 46.2% of 16-year-olds had their license. Today, it's down to 25%. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And I see it in my own two teenagers. They're not that motivated to get their license. What's the point, they're saying? You don't say where you live or how important your son's driving would be in terms of convenience or freedom for all of you, but I do think it's a good back pocket skill to have. That's how I've been presenting it to my kids. It's good to know how to do CPR. It's good to know how to use a fire extinguisher, and it's good to know how to drive, not just for emergencies, but for fun's sake. My brother-in-law had to drive himself with a burst appendix to the hospital because he was with somebody who didn't know how to drive. So there's, there's the emergency angle. And the fun angle, uh, my son is now working on a road trip with some friends for this summer, and that is very much motivating him to drive all of a sudden and get the license after two years of dragging his heels. They will very suddenly want to know how to drive for some reason you can't predict yet, and at that time, it's just good to know how. Now let's talk about ADHD in driving. Crash rates are higher for drivers with ADHD, and that is true regardless of licensing age, but it's particularly true during the first month that a teen or an older driver with ADHD has their license. I'll put the link to the study in the show notes. It is true. Teen drivers with ADHD have more moving violations. They have more drunk driving violations. They have more sort of generally risky driving sort of violations. So it's a thing. But it's important to separate it out for yourself and for your son. ADHD doesn't cause bad driving. ADHD leads to behaviors that cause the bad driving. You feel me? So that your son is concerned about this connection is actually a good thing. That he knows this about himself, that he has ADHD, that he owns that, creates an opening for you to really talk about the risks and how he can mitigate them. 
You can talk about why alcohol and driving do not mix. You can talk about if he's taking medication for his ADHD. You can talk about how medication compliance is going to be really important as he starts driving. ADHD and anxiety also have a high correlation. So when you talk about your son's anxiety about driving because he has ADHD, there's also a possibility that he is more generally anxious about the idea of driving because it is a big responsibility and that he's talking about his ADHD as a reason for his avoidance, but the avoidance is maybe more driven by the whole prospect of it being sort of scary. But giving our kids a sense of self-efficacy is not only good for them, it's actually protective for them. It actually puts them at lower risk for risky behavior. Our friend of the podcast, Jess Leahy, has a new book out called The Addiction Inoculation, and she has an article in the New York Times. I'll put a link in the show notes to this too. She explains that giving our kids the gift of self-efficacy or leading them down that path, as the case may be, will lead to increased happiness and self-confidence in those kids. And that, in turn, actually protects them from the risky behavior. So encouraging your kid to drive and leading him down that path to more independence might help with the anxiety, might lead to more happiness and self-confidence when you're on the other side, and might lead to that kid actually being protected from the risky behaviors that are a risk for every adolescent. You also say that In this case, there's one parent pushing and one parent not. That sounds familiar. Anything with a teenager is generally going to have one parent saying, why aren't they doing this already? And one parent saying, look, he's not ready. Give him time. I would say in this case, I would come down on the side of like, you don't push, you don't force, because then it just becomes something for the kid to drag their heels about. They'd love to be on the other side of their parents about something. So I wouldn't make it something to fight over, but I would keep presenting the driving as something they're going to want to do, as something they're going to want to know how to do at some point in the not distant future. And it's a step toward independence that you believe your son can take when he's ready. Just expressing that belief in your child might be enough to give them the self-confidence to give it a try. I hope that helps. Let us know how it goes. Send us your questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.